Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Today's issues is the name of this program on this Tuesday, July the 6th. We thank you for listening. Fred Jackson co-hosting with me today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, we thank everybody for listening to uh, AFR and for listening to today's issue. Today's issue. Steve Jordahl joins us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you doing, sir? I'm well. I'm well. What did you do for the 4th? Um... <laughs> we are selling a house and uh, moving uh, stuff to our house. So we cleaned house over the Fourth of July weekend. Um, we did. We did go to my wife's parents. I don't house. think that's. Pay- I don't think it qualifies as patriotic. It definitely was not uh, patriotic. Uh, Steve, we did go to my wife's uh, family, and we had some <laughs> great ribs and and uh, kind of Fourth of July type food. But yeah, gotcha. So you, you you're packing up. Yeah, uh, my wife's selling the home, and uh, you know I'd help you, but I'm down in my back right now. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, huh? It's years worth of stuff that we got to cram into a little rental house. Yeah, yeah. Find out, find out who your true friends are. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I think I'm busy that week. But, <laughs> what you find out is you don't have any true friends because nobody wants to help anybody move. Tim said he wouldn't come help me because he had to wash his hair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't have much. You know the. Uh, what's the old the old joke about you know uh, uh, the uh, you, you nobody you don't want to own a pickup truck because <laughs> that's right because you know who they're gonna you know who your friends are gonna call <laughs> when it's time to move they're gonna call you the friend with the pickup truck uh-huh. so uh, anyway well moving I think moving you're moving houses yes okay that's so good. I'm 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 recently married and yes. my wife. Uh, owned a house for right. years in Columbus. We're selling Mississippi. that Mississippi. We're selling that, um, but before we list it, we have to clean out years of accumulated stuff to make it ready to show. Um, we are going to be building a house in Amory, Mississippi. Right. But till the lumber prices come down, until we sell her house, we're living in a smaller house. So we are cramming stuff uh, that we want to keep into this yeah. house. It's it's I, quite I a challenge. Say- I would say moving ranks probably from in probably top top five, if not top ten, of worst things in life. I agree. Wouldn't you say, Fred? <laughs> oh yeah, and it gets worse as you get on because you accumulate things as you go through life. Yeah. Early on, when you get out of university, you have nothing. Right. So you go into your first apartment, you got a bed, you got a few frying pans. Yeah. It's really easy. But then you get married, yeah, and you start accumulating things. Yeah. And yeah. we went from when we moved from Bible school, my wife and I, we had the tiniest U-Haul trailer. By the time we moved here, <laughs> it was an eighteen-wheeler. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> That's and you wonder how do we get all this stuff in this house? And what do we? What do we? <laughs> We've had yard sales. We, we, we had yard sales. We and then we. What do we do with the yard? That's why I just give it to Goodwill or Salvation Army or. Yes. Throw it in the garbage can. We have made a point now when we have yard sales, what doesn't sell yeah. is going to Goodwill, Goodwill or Salvation Army, whatever yeah. the case may be. Are the, are the, are the, are the garbage 
We are not putting yeah. that back in the <laughs> attic. <laughs> if you pull something out and you haven't thought about it, then yeah. since you put it in storage, yeah. yeah. Time then, to go. then it's time to go. That's a good rule of thumb. I, I lived in California. I moved to Colorado, and then I moved to Mississippi. I have boxes that I haven't looked in that are from California. <laughs> 15 years in Colorado and uh, seven, almost six. I see, six a, I see a yard sale in I your know, future. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I haven't bothered to look in those boxes. So, yeah. Uh, good old yard sales. <laughs> we don't do that. But I know a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't do that because you know what happens is you advertise. I've seen this happen multiple times. You advertise that you're having a yard sale or uh -huh. a garage sale, whatever you want to call it, from seven to five. <laughs> right? Well, what do people do? They show up at four thirty uh -huh. in the morning mm -hmm. and they start rummaging around and knocking on your door and ringing your doorbell. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> these long. Uh, yard folks who go to buy, they have no regard. For the, the hours mean nothing to them. Yeah, um, I, I've um, heard of people actually. They'll I say we're going to start at six. Yeah. They advertise that in the paper. Anybody who shows up before that, you pay twice as much, and that has a tendency mm -hmm. to discourage. Okay, yeah, it works. All right, Steve. I wanted to uh, uh, kind of expand on some things you were talking about last hour. You talked about Cory Bush and Maxine Waters. I wanted to read their tweets, and then I wanted to bring uh, another voice in that, uh, that will probably not surprise you. But anyway, let me refresh people's memory on who these people are. You're sure. about, you're, are you about to play clips? One clip, but no, nobody who's we've it, mentioned. Who's so, okay. Claire McCaskill. All right, we talked about. Congresswoman Maxine Waters from California, she's notorious for her race baiting and anti-Americanism and whining and complaining about stuff all the time. <clears throat> then you then you got the, uh, you know, she's the one that went up to Minneapolis when uh, the Chauvin tri trial was going on. She's from California, but she decided to go up to Minneapolis and stoke things yep. uh, with an entourage of police officers <laughs> while she was bashing Police officers. Right. But anyway, then this other woman is the uh, Corey uh, Bush. Uh, Bush. She's a uh, House a Democrat, yes. uh, and she's a member of the squad. She's, and she's from St. Louis, I Missouri, think. Missouri, yeah. She's the one that yesterday, yesterday said America is, is – is, the black people in America aren't free. I'll read you their quote, their tweets, if you'd like. Okay, go uh, ahead. Corey Bush said, when they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this – the freedom they're referring to is for white people. <clears throat> this land is stolen land, and black people are still aren't free. And then Maxine Waters. That, that was Cory Bush. That was Cory Bush. This yeah. is Maxine Waters. A little longer, but I'll, I'll get through it. July 4th and so. I can't take much more of this, Steve. So you. The declaration. Of, okay. Uh, I mean, my. I'm talking about my. I'm, I'm starting. The anger building inside of me is. That's what we do here. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Read, read. Well, but, but make it quick. Okay. It, she she talks about the Declaration of Independence making us equal. Equal to what? What men? Only white men. And then she further on down says the Declaration of Independence says we hold these truths to be self evident. Yet seventeen states have enacted voter suppression laws. Is this Waters? Yes. Supreme Court gutted Section Five of the Voting Act, and <clears throat> and then she just says. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Michael Brown, Sandra Bland, Tamir Rice. The, all the, the the supposed shootings of uh, black men by, well, they were 
Give Black me some new material. Well, Claire McCaskill, uh, over the 4th of July, said that she's starting a brand new she family is, tradition. She is the former Democrat senator from, from Missouri. Missouri. Yes. Do and uh, I want you to hear what she's going to do to celebrate the 4th of July from now on. Cut nine. We're going to start a new family tradition in my family on the 4th of July. And every 4th of July going forward, we're going to watch that video that the New York Times put together of, Jan- of January 6th. Yeah, that's that's why that, would you do that? You got to keep the, the conservatives missteps front and center. You can't let them. What go. does that have to do with July 4th celebration? Uh, for her, July 4th means taking the country over, I guess. I don't know. Well, OK, I think for the same reason that Nancy Pelosi last week announced uh, the uh, investigation into January 6th. Listen, the Democrats are playing this as a card for the midterms next year. They're saying January 6th represents uh, Donald Trump and his supporters. And that's who you have to defeat on. uh, There's 70 million Donald Trump voters. Yes, yes. So we got 70 million insurrectionists? Yeah, that's what they want to portray to the American people. Okay. And that's, that's the card. Because, Tim... Stop and think about this. What okay. else do they have to go to the people to next year? It's true. You've got a million people crossing our Gas border. Gas prices are down. Gas prices. Then go. Oh, I'm sorry. They're, no, wrong decade. They're up. They're up. Listen, listen, Ab, and they're going to keep going up because Joe Biden is shutting down pipelines. So they have nothing to go to the American people about, and they're lying to the American people right now. We just had Chris tell us about the the latest number of jobs being created. This is this is not what Joe Biden did. This is just the economy coming back from the pandemic. That's all it is. The economy is yeah. coming back, and thankfully, in Republican states, they've removed the restrictions. That's why these economies also in Republican states they are stopping the supplements that have kept people from going back to work, right. or, or people are deciding not to go back to work. So the country is recovering from the pandemic economic low. That's all it is. Joe Biden last week trying to take credit for all of this. It's simply wrong. Yeah, you mentioned the select committee to investigate January 6th. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has put that together, and she says it's bipartisan. So, Mm. you know, it's fair. Um, There are eight members, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and uh, seven of them are Democrats, and one is a Republican, Liz Cheney, who happens to be, you know, President Bush's number one fan. There's nothing to investigate. <clears throat> That's not There's nothing to them. investigate. We all know what happened on January the 6th. It was terrible. What the people did who <laughs> went into the Capitol building, that was wrong. And it was caused by... Uh, heightened emotions over the election and uh but the people that went into the capitol building are uh being prosecuted all right we all know what happened there mm-hmm. people let their emotions get away with them in in the moment but they didn't kill anybody they didn't they didn't uh they didn't take weapons and start firing them burning down things, attacking officers, or, 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 you know what I'm saying? It was the worst coup in the history of the world. <laughs> right. Okay? You had, you had people 
And in some cases, quite frankly, uh, having watched some of the video and heard some of the testimony, <clears throat> some of the people, now I'm not excusing this, okay? I'm just saying some of the people who went into the Capitol uh, thought thought that it was okay. They weren't there, they weren't going in to commit violent acts. They just the the, the doors were open. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they really didn't even know what they were doing necessarily was wrong. Uh, that's, video that's why that's why they didn't go in and that's why they didn't go in and uh, it wasn't a coup. It wasn't an insurrection. It was a it was a few hundred people who who let their emotions run away with them or didn't think they were doing anything wrong and so they're being uh they're being prosecuted. So I say that to say this. There's nothing to investigate. Uh, the only thing the only reason Nancy Pelosi wants to set up a commission with one Republican and six Democrats, they want to keep this January back to your thing about Claire McCaskill. They want to keep this January sixth thing going. Uh, like they want to keep COVID restrictions going. Just go on forever. We're scaring people. We'll keep fences up around the Capitol. We'll keep scaring people with this uh, boogeyman of white supremacy going to take over our country. Uh, it's just, it's an it's a false narrative that they want to keep going with. I guess, I guess to scare people uh, into, I don't know what exactly. Control. I tell you, because one of the things that came from January 6th, in addition to this commission, is President Biden, who unveiled a plan to battle white white supremacy as the number one threat, terror threat in the nation. He has a document out. It's called the National Strategy for Countering Domestic Terrorism. It basically makes 26% of Americans into criminals. And and it's only going after this document that President Biden put together to fight white supremacy and domestic terrorism. I hadn't heard about this. When did this come out? Um, it's within Is the last week Is it some kind of so. executive order? Or well, what? It's, it's a paper. Okay. But here's the, 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 the thing that's kind of dangerous about it. This is being described as the Patriot Act against white people. You know how much the Patriot Act has wormed its way into our society. Well, he's putting them together that uh, for, against white people. He says, launching, this is from an article um, in the American Mind by Pedro Gonzalez. Against white people? Yeah. White supremacy, you know, is the number one threat to the nation. I know, but are all, are all white people white supremacists? Well, according to him, the, his um, according definition to would make 26% of according to who? Americans into criminals. According to, well, Pedro Gonzalez, who read the document, who's commenting on it. Uh, let me just – so what it does is he says launching a total war on domestic terrorism without creating a new domestic terrorism law. There's no law that's been passed, but this document has been put out, which means that he will simply hardwile the strategy into government. Nothing to repeal. It's just in the administrative state, they all of a sudden now have the power to go after Americans. And it means the marriage of the Civil Rights Act to the security state which means um, it gives the government the power to infringe on every freedom you have in the name of anti-racism, and it brings to bear the surveillance and enforcement apparatus of the United States against domestic terrorism. This is dangerous stuff. Okay, so what you're referring to there, that was somebody who's read, not an executive order, but some sort of, you're going to love this pun. You ready for this? White paper. Huh? Yeah. Uh, that, well done. Uh, yeah, I just came up with that. Huh? A white paper on <laughs> on 
the threat of white supremacy in yes. America put out by Biden's White House? Yes. Okay. And and it's seditious because it's uh, kind of behind the scenes. It's, Congress isn't acting. Listen, on it. there's there's no such thing as white supremacy, uh, a threat to our national security. There's just not. That's that's completely made up. It's like Bigfoot. Okay, it doesn't exist. But uh, but as Steve is pointing out, it's being put him into public policy. As far as our military now, we're going to weed out. But, what did they say? Yeah. White extremists. Well, yeah, and white nationalists. Our Justice Department, there were hundreds of people arrested with regards to January the 6th. Many of them are still being kept without any charges laid against them. That's unconstitutional yes. right there. Uh, they're breaking in, FBI agents are breaking into people's homes, going after their computers. We heard early on that some of the credit card companies we're giving information to the FBI. Well, if somebody bought a donut in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, aha, you were part of that group that was there. Yeah. Our Justice Department's being weaponized by the White House. Our military is being weaponized by the White House. This is serious stuff. And, yeah. and social media is getting in on it. Facebook, uh, if you have Facebook, you may have received a notice from Facebook that says... Your name, in your case, it would be Tim. You may have been exposed to harmful extremist content recently. Violent groups trying to manipulate your anger and disappointment. You can take action now to protect yourself and others. Then you go get support. It goes to a bunch of uh, white papers, as you say, or, or stuff that you help you to have a Democrat view of white supremacy. So they're asking, and they're you know, asking you to to narc on your neighbor. Are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? Who is this doing Facebook. This? Facebook. Facebook with six billion or what, with three, two billion users. So they're wanting. They're wa Facebook is wanting people to report their friends others, who may be who may be uh, race, who may be what white supremacist or something. They or, say just extremist, but translate extremist. that white supremacist or white nationalist or yeah. Trump you, voter. Do you notice too? I've mentioned this before. I just find it uh, telling that. <clears throat> You, you can't the throw the white uh, word in there talking about talking about white people generalizations that's the only thing you can use to describe extremist groups or, or supposedly uh, and be accepted by the media and by pop culture I'll give you an example <clears throat> you can't say Muslim terrorist. <laughs> Without being rebuked, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. People, people who—that's the reason uh, Obama didn't ever use it. They would say extremist or or, or, or terrorist, or uh, but they won't. Or gunman. Yeah, they love that one. Workplace violence. But they won't say about the uh, Fort Hood shooting, for example, that was caused the White House or the or mass or the media. They won't say that's Muslim extremism. Right, that's unacceptable because what you and I remember President Obama talking about this. He said we won't use that terminology. I'm paraphrasing now because it offends millions of Muslims who are not violent. Okay, and I under, I understand that reasoning. Mm -hmm. However, that doesn't apply to white supremacists because you're offending. Millions of white people who aren't white supremacists. 
You see, you, do you see the analogy here? Yeah, but they're you, being you made should, into you them. should, you should, if you're going to follow the the logic of the left in describing the problem, you should just call them supremacist. Yep. We have a problem with supremacy. Why do you have to say white supremacist? And uh, to use Obama's uh, analogy here, a uh, comparison and offend millions of white people who have nothing to do with white supremacy. So uh, I think that's pretty smart on my part, Fred, right there. You know, what do you think? It's really interesting. The real violence no comment, Fred, over know, the last what I just, year and a half. I wanted you to comment on the wisdom. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to it. Okay, you're getting to it. I'm okay. getting to okay. it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the real violence over the last few years has taken place under the, the guidance of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. You don't hear about what happened in Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle anymore. In fact, some of it's still going on. Yeah. I talked to a friend over the weekend. He went up to Minneapolis on business just last week. The business that he uh, was dealing with in Minneapolis, they're just a block and a half from where the George Floyd protest took place. That business has had to install bulletproof glass at their business out of fear. Are they fearing white supremacists? No, they're not. They're fearing Antifa and the people who led these protests in all these major cities. <clears throat> that's that's where the threat to the country is coming from. I'm not sure if Steve will have a chance to get to it, but we had this We Spa yeah. incident on the weekend, this Los Angeles story out there. Antifa shows up there to support the transsexuals. This is, uh, that's where the threat to this country is coming from. Well, what from. you had there, I think you had a, a man who says he's a woman goes into the spa in Los Angeles, one of the spas, and exposes himself supposedly to young girls. Yes. And the, the parents got ticked. The ladies got ticked. Yeah, and the ladies got ticked, and they and they uh, very upset, and they got into a fight, an altercation, and it, it got where people were showing up from around town to support one or the other but um anyway all right we're just about out of time steve you got anything, I, I, yeah, you got anything good I, I ran across this is a, a 20 things that this uh, rapper named zuby who i do not know and i'm not recommending but I he got his cd up, in my car right you? now all yeah, right zuby zuby he posted 20 things he learned about humanity through the coronavirus uh number one most people would rather be in the majority than be right Number three, the fear of death is only rivaled by the fear of social disapproval, and the latter could be stronger. Once they have made up their mind, most people would rather commit to being wrong than admit they're wrong. These are things that he learned from this pandemic. I think they're good. When sufficiently frightened, most people will not only accept authoritarianism, but demand it. We learned a lot of interesting stuff during the coronavirus. I, I think what's happening is those who have not been vaccinated are becoming the modern-day lepers. Yeah. We're being... Con uh, the story on CNN yesterday, 99% of the new cases of COVID are with people who have not taken the vaccination. Okay. That's the new line. There was a story yesterday, and I don't have it in front of me, but a 13-year-old boy died. Hmm. A day after getting, he was a healthy guy, mm -hmm. healthy kid, mm -hmm. perfectly healthy kid, gets the vaccination, he died, he's dead yeah. a day later. I am not saying that's the norm. 
I'm just telling you that does happen, and it's rarely reported that there are uh, there are things to consider with vaccination, other than what the uh, what Dr. Fauci says. Okay, I'm just that's all I'm saying. Yep. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Take care.